Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. So now that Shark Month is over with, sadness. We are now checking off listener requests, and today we are covering the Banana Splits movie from 2019. Yes. This is the most Banana Splits movie you're going to see because this is actually a movie based off of a show that was around. Uh, it aired from 68 to 71, I think it was, or 70, and just kind of like had reruns until 82. So this is the most recent mention of them. But anyways, before we get into that, what tea are you drinking? I am drinking Zest Tea's Energy drink it is super berry something or other i forget it's a green tea with uh strawberry acai and safflower yeah good memory i remember that but not the name <laughs> i know isn't it funny how our brains work sometimes yep. and i am also drinking zest tea because it's early in the morning and but i am drinking the Pomegranate mojito, which has got pomegranate, lime, peppermint, and peppermint. And ooh, you can smell the peppermint. And that one's the green tea base, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we both went for a green tea today. Yeah, but since it's a zest tea, it's got 135 milligrams of caffeine. So the lifeblood. Yes. Yes. It will help <laughs> get us through this very long recording day. <laughs> yes. But anyway, so off to the the summary. So the, it's kind of an alternative universe movie where it's like, yes, in our world, we had banana splits. But in the movie universe, banana splits has been going on since uh, 1969. And it's still going on pretty strongly. And there's a little kid named Harley who really likes it. He's a little bit on the older side to like it, so it's kind of inferred that he's possibly somewhere on the spectrum. But regardless, it's not... Just very childish. Yeah. But uh, it's his birthday in the movie, and his parents get tickets and bring him to the show. And the animatronics, after the show, just start killing people. They're programmed to, you know, the show must go on. That's apparently their yeah. main programming operative. And the show's being canceled. They And one of them overhears it. So to have the show go on continuously, since it is a kid's show as well, they end up killing the, the adults and taking the kids to a different area in, on the set. Yeah. It's like underground stage area. <laughs> Weird, but whatever. Like, how many stages do they need? Yeah, I don't understand, but <laughs> they they take the kids and they are basically going to keep them there forever and just keep doing the show forever. Forever? And ever. And ever. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny, too, about that scene is 
I don't know how many people are familiar with Code Geass Abridged, but there's a part where they have Suzaku be like, forever and ever. And I just thought it them being dumb, but it's definitely a call out to this movie. There's no way it's not a call out. But anyways, <laughs> but yeah, so entertainment, I honestly would give it a seven. And the reason being, I enjoy watching the movie, but it's not my go-to movie. Like a, a seven for me is very much like I can acknowledge it's a pretty decent movie, but it's not like a movie I'm going to be super excited about watching over and over again, or I'm going to like gravitate towards. That'd be like a an eight movie for me or a 7.5. But the, the movie is pretty decently well done. As far as there's not a whole lot of animatronic movies, but like this compared to Willy's Wonderland, Willy's Wonderland, I definitely prefer like Willy's Wonderland. I don't percent is like an eight or an 8.5 for me. But this movie before Willy's Wonderland came out, I would imagine that this movie probably was a lot of people's go to animatronic movie because it was it is pretty decent. I had never heard of it before this. I had heard of it from a friend, but she also tends to like movies that I've never heard of. But if anything, it, it really helps me keep an expansive yeah. uh, movie. Fair enough. Repertoire. But the, the, the biggest thing that's annoying about this movie is the fact that it's obviously people in suits. And as they're walking around, they're like, let's add mechanical noises to show that they're robots. And I mean, later in the movie, they rip off like an arm or part of the face and you see like an animatronic. And they always look surprised. Yeah, they're always like, oh, my God, we didn't know they were robots. They knew they were robots. And but oh, it, it's just the effects in that regard are just kind of like, OK, like, Why? Um, and it's like they didn't even have to make them animatronics. Like they could have been so upset that they got canceled that the people in the suits started killing people. Yeah. It's like they could have simplified things that way. But oh well. Um, but they, I do like the the varied amount of characters that you see and the way that they, especially the main cast, they really flesh them out to where they have different dimensions. Where you've got the contrast of. The the mom that has been married to the stepdad for about 11 years, um, he helped raise her oldest son, Austin, and then he had a child with her, Harley, which is the, the main kid character. And it's just a, an interesting dynamic on where the, the stepdad is a complete and utter dickhead. The 19-year-old the son, Austin, isn't a huge fan of him. Um, and the, the stepfather has some really, I kind of want to know his backstory because he must not have had a very good childhood because not only is he a complete like asshole to Austin, but even his own kid, his kid on his birthday is hugging him. And he's like, thank you, daddy. And he's like, you're too old to call me daddy. It's like, what? What? Kids like eight. Yeah. But I will say... Zoe, the little girl, was by far the best character. Austin was my second favorite, and it's only because he's the nice big brother. Like, even though he himself isn't 
you know, a great character. It's just really heartwarming. And you don't see a lot of big brother characters in movies that actively are trying to make their little brother have a, uh, or like younger sibling have a good time. And so it's just a touching moment whenever he's like, you know, my brother's a really big fan. Can you get him backstage? It's just, aw, so sweet. But anyways. That was a sweet gesture. But, but yeah. I didn't have quite the experience you did with this movie. I'm going to give it a five and a half. Oh, man. 5.5. <laughs> it was it was all right, but it definitely wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be, to be perfectly honest. But I have no nostalgia glasses. I haven't seen this before. I didn't even know about the original show until this listener request. I didn't know about this movie until a listener request. So... <laughs> I came in with no background on this whatsoever, but the characters are fairly bland. Several of them are like a cliche threw up all over them. <laughs> and it just, I, I was bored for half the movie. Like the effects were all right. They were inconsistent with them, but the effects for the most part were all right. The blood was a decent color and consistency. There were, like, when organs were spilling out when they sawed a guy in half, that was fairly accurate, but, I mean, it's, it was kind of eh. Well, I think a part of the reason why it also grew, grows on me is, like, whenever one of the characters dies, one of the animatronics is like, ta-da! And it's, yeah. just, it's just so funny. Like, you don't watch this movie and be like, I'm gonna be super scared. Like, it's a, it's a silly yeah. horror movie. It is. It is. And I was trying not to take it too seriously, but at the same time, I mean, we're watching it to review it. Mm -hmm. So, it kind of puts me in a critical mode. Yeah. But it's... <laughs> A lot of the characters were frustrating and dull and, again, like a cliche, just threw up all over them. Like the the dad that's really pushing the daughter to be oh my God. a child star. The dad. And the kid clearly doesn't care about acting or anything like that. She seems like she just wants to die. <laughs> and it's just bored sitting there watching the show. He's a lot more into it than she is. Mm -hmm. And the the stepdad, who's um, Harley's dad, Mitch, is yeah. just a cheating jerk, cheating with his assistant, and is not involved in the family or anything. He just seems like he wants out. Very clearly seems like he wants out. So it's just it's just dull. Well, I did notice, though, that it seems like the characters that they're killing off, they make very bland or very, like, stereotypical, like the, the internet streamers. Um, or, and then the characters that they keep alive, they make a lot more interesting and develop the characters a little bit better. Well, even the big brother... I think the biggest thing that bugged me about him was he was so monotone. The entire movie. The entire movie. Yeah. He barely changed tone at all. He seemed like he was stoned the I entire guess time. It doesn't bother me because I know people like that. So I just kind of like, okay, it's just either he has self-esteem issues because he grew up with a super oppressive stepfather. And I can understand that, him. but I mean, at least change the inflection of your voice now and then. Even when he's like hitting on the, the girl page, 
he just seems so out of it. I mean, self-esteem and I mean, that that could be like disassociation. Just just saying. But With the glazed over eyes and everything. I mean, that's a part time. of disassociation. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. It it just seemed dull. <laughs> it really did. So, and I mean, animatronics, killing people, they, they could have done a lot better with it. And it would have been better if, like in A Christmas Horror Story, you know how the uh, weatherman, Stan the weatherman? Yeah. Snapped and started killing people in his Santa costume? Yeah. I feel like that would have been a much better type of story. Like, yeah, the, I the agree. people in the suits, they hate the suits. They hate the show, but it's it's their job. It's their livelihood. It's all they have. And then they're they overhear that they're going to be canceled and it's their last show. And they just snap and go on a killing spree. That definitely would make that would make it a lot better. And it makes a lot more sense because yes. it's like they already have people in suits to begin with, and exactly. but they're trying to do this whole convoluted like they're animatronic and it's like, their programming. But like, what a huge plot hole though is like if they've been going on since '69, that's a huge leap in technology. I mean, the the animatronics are walking on their own, they're talking on their own, mm-hmm. they're driving. Like, yeah. if that were the case, then the movie, they would be so much farther in technology. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. They should have just had them as, like, people that snapped. Yeah. Yeah. It would have made a lot more sense. But whatever. Zoe was the best part of the movie. Yeah. For, for sure. sure. She was adorable and savage, and I love her. And I feel like Harley was kind of cool. He was a cool kid. I was really, really annoyed. He's a little weird. He's a little eccentric, (laughs) but he's a kid. Yeah. Like, let him be a kid. And I think that was one of the biggest things that bugged me, apart from the cheating that the stepdad was doing. Like, that's that's a huge no-no, always. But to try to make your kid grow up too fast is not cool. Like, let them be a kid. He's a kid. Yeah. He's like 8 to 10. Let him be who he is. Yeah, because he only has a few more years, if even, mm-hmm. until the, the magic of being a child kind of dies away. Yeah. <laughs> like, he'll he'll start to grow up, and they grow up a lot faster than, than you think. And pretty soon, he won't want to be near his parents at all. Like, he'll want to be on his own, do his own thing. He'll probably be in his room more or out with friends or whatever. He doesn't want to hang out with his parents. So, yeah, I mean, enjoy it. Embrace it. Because soon enough, those are all the only memories you're going to have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. And then he hits puberty and all yeah. goes to hell. <laughs> so I rescind my previous rating. And I think... I'm going to give it a 6.5. <laughs> I think that's a little... But it's Brought like... you down half a point. <laughs> but it really... It, I don't know. It's like... It has a lot of problems with it. But the whole package of the movie isn't that bad. But yeah, it's just... It's all right. Like I said, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Especially with the, the request that we received. Like, we received a request specifically to Territory Shreds. 
we'll get more to that in the realism scale, I promise. Yes. But actually talk about the realism scale. I don't think I have anything left to add for. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on the entertainment. I've said all I needed to say there. Like, it's it's just a little bland and the characters are trite and death scenes are kind of lame. Yeah. So for realism, this movie is going to be probably one of the lowest rating. And it's like the actual effects themselves are pretty good with the blood and guts and stuff like that. But the the whole situation itself, the likelihood, like I'm thinking not only the likelihood of the the animals being animatronics, but also like the character reactions, stuff like that. So I think a two is um, maybe a 2.5 is pretty giving this movie a lot of grace because I mean, it really is not supposed to be taken seriously. And so whenever you're thinking of it on a realistic scale, it, <laughs> it definitely um, stops very quickly in the water. But the the biggest thing that I found that was unrealistic is the well, there's a few things. I know you're going to have a long, lot longer of a list, so I will try and go through these pretty quickly. Um, well, first, the, the canceling of the show. So someone was promoted to vice president, and he's like, oh, the show is immediately canceled afterwards. And I know you have a little bit more on, like, the, the money side, but my immediate thought is, why suddenly cancel it if it's doing that well? Like, they, they, are, they mentioned it's still, like, one of their top shows, so in my mind, it's either smarter to keep it going until it fizzles out and then cancel it. Or if you really don't want to carry on that show, then sell it to a different producer. That just makes so much more sense than, oh, we're going to cancel it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also when whenever the vice president is on the phone talking about canceling the show, and that's when one of the animatronics hears, he has the door open. People are going in and out, getting ready for the show. You do not leave the door open for a conversation like that because you don't want to mess up your last episode. Because you don't know if maybe the uh, one of the, the main uh, human characters, like hears walks out and then they like burst out into tears or like they can't you know stevie overheard yeah and i mean it definitely impacted how he uh treated them but he Mm -hmm. he just he hated the show so he didn't (laughs) cry yeah yeah and then the then two more points so the 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 second one or the second to last is whenever the internet streamers, I don't remember their names. Uh, Poppy and Thad. Oh, I kind of, oh, okay. Well, I, yep, anyways, <laughs> those are names, all right. That's uh, <laughs> what they are. So whenever they uh, see the, they think it's strawberry jam, but it's blood on Drooper. They're like, let's touch it and taste it. I'm like, you have no idea what where that came from. It's like, and even if you did, why would the, the animatronic walks around everywhere? You don't know how often don't if they clean been. the shoe at all, because you know animatronics don't get sweaty and just oh, you don't know where it's been. Yeah, so that was just it. you don't know what it is. That was just why icky. would you put it in your mouth? That's an icky scene. <laughs> 
<laughs> but and then but then my very last point that I feel like really took down the realism is all throughout the movie, the mom is very protective of Harley and always wanting to help him have a good time. And like towards the end, she's like freaking out whenever she doesn't know where he is and the animatronics are out killing people. But like whenever they're standing in line, Harley goes out in the street and stands there for a good few seconds. And then that's when the car stops. He's standing there for another good few seconds. And then the mom's like, <laughs> yeah. But, and then she doesn't even reprimand him that well. And and it's like, I understand he's a kid she and he doesn't really mad at the dad saying he was out in the street. Like, if you're that paranoid and worried about him, then why weren't you paying attention yeah, or, and you know, I don't know, we, we only see Harley in this setting, so we don't know if he's one of those kids that wanders off. But if he is, then hold his hand. Mm -hmm. So that way you always know where he is. Well, the older brother said he's usually in his own little world. Yeah, that's fair. So that that would typically mean he's prone to, to flight to fancy, and that he wanders off now and then. Yeah. So... It just keep it, hold of him. <laughs> yeah, it's like I guess you could technically put that in the entertainment, but it just didn't seem very realistic to have a mom that was so protective, but then on the other hand was like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm not gonna pay attention. And it's like they're standing in line for the kid. It's mm -hmm. like what what was she doing? <laughs> yeah. Where she wasn't paying attention to him. Because normally I remember whenever I was standing in line with my parents, it's like even if I had a friend, I was talking to my friend. My parents would engage with me. Oh, yeah. And be like, are you excited? We're almost there. The mm -hmm. lines move. It's like, it, I mean, uh, if nothing else, just to help the time go by faster. Yeah. Just because standing there awkwardly does nothing. Yeah, it just it didn't make sense. Yeah, no, no. My parents would always talk to us, too. Or they'd they'd stand back and let us talk if we were in the middle of a, a conversation that they weren't really interested in. But they would still be wary and they'd and be listening. They'd and, be listening yeah. and keeping an eye on us. I mean, they wouldn't just, you know, be off in their own little world. My parents were very attentive. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. But. And thankfully, my dad wasn't a jerk like this one. Because, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Dude. That guy. So glad when he died. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wish he was one of the first people I, to go. I know. I but was at least you don't see him too. that much. Yeah. We thought he got hit by a car and died, but no, he had to die at the very, very end. And really got hit by a car. Yeah. Got decimated. Yeah. So hit by a vehicle twice. It was kind of sweet revenge, though, because you see, like, his body parts all in pieces. And Yeah. Now, yeah. the good news is, well, possibly good news is she didn't have to deal with a divorce, because that yeah. is a, a lengthy, difficult, and costly process. Yep. So she didn't have to worry about that. It'd be harder on the kids. It would be harder on the kids. <laughs> than not having a person that's really mean to them. Yeah. <laughs> their lives. She probably would have gotten sole custody. He probably wouldn't have contested it. But that's fair. It, it didn't seem like he wanted to be a dad. It really didn't. And but it would have been harder, I feel like, on Harley's psyche. Yeah. That my dad left. 
he didn't want to be around. So at least this way, he doesn't have to deal with that. He just has all the many, many years of therapy from the animatronics. Yeah. A good at least trade-off. he didn't add to it, you know? <laughs> he was just one of the casualties. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. But Mitch made me pretty heated, though. It's just... Oh, yeah. I hate... I hate parents that obviously don't want to be parents. Mm-hmm. It's just... Them staying when you know they clearly don't want to be there does more harm than good. Yeah, it's like if he would have left the mom, who seems like a perfectly kind and nice person. And capable. She would totally, well, not only would she be able to raise Harley on her mm-hmm. own, but she would have the opportunity to find someone better than Mitch. Just, uh. I think... And I know this is a fairly common situation, unfortunately, but I think part of the issue was her self-esteem. She probably didn't feel like she was worth yeah. leaving him. Like, she wouldn't have done as well on her own. She couldn't do better without him. Yeah. Like, she deserved that kind of treatment. And that was kind of an interesting part of character growth that she had, because mm-hmm. by the end of the movie, she's like, no, F you. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, but so then he I'm anyway, glad. So. <laughs> and again, she won't have to deal with the divorce. Yeah. She will have to probably deal with the funeral and such, since she is the spouse, the next of kin. But. She gets to keep his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and sell it. <laughs> Depending on his will. Fair. It it does depend on the will. Now, if he hasn't changed it and everything does go to the spouse, or if he doesn't have a will, then typically everything will go to the spouse. Yeah. So, and he didn't seem like a very reliable type. Yeah, it's like, I know what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. is kind of dark, but it's like, this guy is like such a crappy person. It just... Just a garbage human being. Yeah, like it just... I don't feel one ounce of sympathy for nope. him. <laughs> I was glad when she didn't have to deal with the divorce and only had to deal with the funeral. And really, I feel like that would be some decent closure for the the family. Just saying goodbye. Glad you're gone. <laughs> well, I'm sure Austin would be like, glad you're gone. Oh, but... yeah. I'm sure Harley would be sad because yeah. he did seem to genuinely want a relationship with his dad. Yeah. And he seemed to love him and, and was, was trying. An, and he wasn't old enough to really see how much yeah. of a jerk his dad was. No, he didn't really. So I'm I'm kind of grateful for that. I am a little sad for him that he'll have to, to deal with his passing. But again, I feel like it'll be better than if he had to sit through a a very messy divorce. Yep. Yep. So. But so what would you rate for realism? I'd give it a two. We're about on the same page there. Yeah, I'd give it a two. (laughs) But it's with how protective the mom is with her not realizing he's in the street, but also not seeing fully that the dad does not want to be there. Like, if she's that protective of her kids, why would she want him around the kids? doing that kind of damage to them. Yeah. And again, I know that situation is fairly common, but she didn't seem the type to put up with it. You know, one thing that I forgot to mention is uh, Mitch does mention, is like, you know, you're all about the kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like, first of all, she's a mom. That's very natural behavior. Moms are supposed to be. But second of all, 
did he communicate that to her before? Because that's why it's really common for parents to have like date nights mm-hmm. where the they have a babysitter yes. and I mean, they have a 19 year old so the 19 year old they have a built-in watch, babysitter yes they could have they at least one or two date nights a oh, week yeah. if that's really what he wants yeah and a lot of that is all communication yes but so he, didn't he probably didn't even bother trying to communicate that to her yeah but if he had it could have potentially ended up differently because yeah. the kids are old enough to be fine on their own for at least a few hours. Who knows? It may have pre- prevented him from cheating. But it's hard to tell. Like It is hard to tell. He was a jerk, so. Yeah. Might not have. But you never know. Like, he, if he had communicated what he wanted, then they could have potentially worked on it. Yeah, because we don't know. They have been married for 11 years, so we don't know if maybe he has, like, built up resentment. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's, like, maybe he started off nice and became more and more of an asshole. But be, since, since it was so gradual, she's just like, oh, he's just... Possibly. Yeah. But in that respect, then, she needed to have a conversation with him yeah. and say, I need you to be more on board with our family and our kids helping to raise them. You aren't as active and involved in their lives. I'm doing all of the work. Need you to pick up some of the slack. Yeah, because throughout the movie, their interactions are really more bickering and arguing than anything. They are, and they're more forced. Like, there's there's no attachment there, really. Like, she's trying to hold everything together, but I feel it's more out of sake of the kids than anything or comfort or comfort yeah she's just trying to hold the family as a whole together when really she should have just said bye to him a long time ago if he's going to be like that so also the studio can afford up care and maintenance of these giant robots that'd be way more expensive than just hiring people yes in that, but also they have a pest problem. There are rats everywhere. <laughs> and the place is dirty as all get out. So they can't hire cleaning crews or pest care, but they can definitely foot the bill for care and upkeep and maintenance on giant robots <laughs> and programming for giant robots. Though, to be fair, their programmer was way off needed some serious psych evaluations there i'm not sure where they hired this guy what did he have on his resume they're like you're hired i don't know but (laughs) they should have sent him to see someone way before then when you're missing two fingers and are perfectly fine with this and still want to fix the robots and care for them you have a problem sir Yeah. Just a bit. Just a little. Just a little bit. So, but you you were right when you said how, um, when they canceled it, that's not how it would have worked. So, not only would they not have the announcement or him talking really loudly with the door open there for anyone to hear, but they wouldn't have canceled it outright at all. I don't care what kind of vision you have for your program or whatever, but that I'm sure they have a board of some kind that you I'm have to sure, get approval from. I'm sure they do. And also the producer had mentioned they had sold out 
viewings for several weeks. Yeah. So you would have had to have refunded every single one of those tickets. That is an extremely costly thing. It would cost the network a ton to do that. Not to mention the complaints that would follow and probably loss of viewership. So you would be doing your network a lot more harm than good. Even I don't care how good the next show is that you're bringing in. If you lose that big of a fan base when it's clearly still that popular, it's going to hurt whatever show you have on next. Yeah, for sure. There's going to be boycotts. There's going to be all kind of backlash in the media. It's not worth it. Yeah. So either sell it to someone else. That way the showings and viewings and all can still go on and you don't have to refund anything. Or... Move it to, like, a a worse time slot. Yeah. And have it fizzle out on its own naturally. Yeah. Or cancel as of where the viewings are. So we'll keep all the viewings and everything, but the one that is most recently scheduled and sold out, that's the last one. Well, plus, he had been promoted that day to vice president. Yeah. Normally, whenever there's a big promotion like that, you kind of lay low for at least a month or two, kind of get your bearings. Well, there's a changeover picture. Yeah. And then you can start making Mm -hmm. changes. But normally, those changes are gradual. They kind of have a plan, a layout plan, and and a whole schedule. And they take a long time to implement. Yeah. Yeah. So walking onto a set and saying to the producer, hey... Y'all are fired after the show. Like, this is the last one. HR would hate him. Yes. (laughs) God, they would also have to pay severance to every one of those people that are just suddenly out of a job. Do TV companies actually pay severance? It depends on their contracts. But more than likely, at least some of them, at the very least, the producer. Yeah. At the very least, the producer. Or at least the, the guy, the main guy... In the show, the human guy. Stevie, the yeah. actor. Yeah, that may or may not. He wasn't the brightest bulb, so I doubt he looked too heavily at the contract. Yeah. Yeah, and then plus her... Mm-hmm. then Because after she gets fired, she makes a comment that she's been working as a producer for six years and it's got to nowhere... It's like, it'd be very unusual if you have someone that loyal to a company, if they've been doing a great job, that you wouldn't either move them to a different show or you promote them as well. Because, I mean, the whole point... Or give them a new show. Yeah, because it's like whenever you're moving up, you normally want people you know um, and are familiar with going up with you. And to for her to work on a show like that a kid show like that and to keep it going and keep it as popular as it is for as old as it is that's yes, impressive that's extremely impressive yeah. you don't want to lose someone like that no she's a freaking miracle worker plus she seemed like a workaholic and oh yeah i mean not to as much as it sucks they're kind of coveted and having well she also didn't really cause a stink yeah I'm sorry, but a lot of people, if they were told, hey, after this shift, you no longer have a job, how many people are going to stay and work it, let alone do a good job at it? Yeah. I know a lot of people that would probably make a huge scene on set. Yeah. 
So what are you doing? Yeah, I just, the way that he handled it was so stupid. So stupid. And not realistic at all. Not at all. Yeah. I'm also calling bull on Paige being able to um, call the shots when it comes to, like, the after taping tours and stuff. And the know. fact that she was alone dealing with it. She didn't have a partner or anyone. When you have yeah. multiple people there that you're doing pictures and tours and stuff for, you're going to have more than just one person. Yeah, almost like a, a bouncer to help yes. keep order. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. At least like You're a security have some guy kind of partner or, something. or something. Because when the the um influencer people ditch and the dad and the daughter run off, she's like a chicken with her head cut off, going every which way, trying to rein everyone back in, hurting cats, when it's just her. Yeah. Yeah. There's no order here. Like, I can understand her giving the tour, but yeah, her doing it alone definitely doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Especially, I would imagine, and I don't go to a lot of concerts or VFP stuff, so I don't know, to be fair. But I would imagine that it's fairly common for some people to get a bright idea to try and go backstage and go in these different areas. So you have to either have those areas blocked off... Or have extra people to maybe someone following in the back. So whenever they see mm -hmm. someone go off, they're like, hey, you know, get back in yeah. line. And I, f I find it very, very interesting that not a single door ever was locked. Yeah. On a set like that? No. Yeah. Nah. No swipe your key card, nothing like that. I can understand, like, the janitor's closet not being locked. Because what are you going to take from there? <laughs> but the doors to the different sets and backstage areas especially why were none of those locked yeah no <laughs> it's not how any of this works yeah so no i didn't understand that i also want to know where they got a lot of the props and stuff like like the chains and manacles that oh they had my the god kids that was so great why why do you have those on a kid's show set there's no reason for the chains and the cuffs that they have the kids in. That makes me concerned with very concerned with their extracurricular activities. Extremely are. concerned, <laughs> and the fact that they fit the kids and the kids didn't. Oh, just oh their no! Foot out. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, we are opening up a can of worms that, that I do that, you? not. No, 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 no. <laughs> but no. the fact that they had chains at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, it didn't make sense. That they had the basement, that they had chains and cuffs and things. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, mm. that that didn't make sense at all. So, I don't know why they were leaking milk either. The animatronics. <laughs> yeah, I, I was laughing at that half the movie. I'm like, is this the special technology that allowed them to make the animatronics? <laughs> like, it's leaking milk. <laughs> Like milk, that's all we needed to have AI. <laughs> well, I mean it I'm sure it's some kind of mechanical fluid or something because if yeah. you you didn't watch that one, but aliens, one of the the cyborgs when it gets damaged, there's a milky fluid instead of like blood or anything, because it's it's an android. But why is it always just milk? Yeah, like at least with Willy's Wonderland, they made it like oil. And that makes sense. Yeah. 
That makes sense. Milk does not. <laughs> no. I mean, it would be easier to clean up, but oil what? makes more sense. I don't know what purpose the milk would serve, though. I'd... I'm sure it's not milk, but it's definitely milk. <laughs> uh. So, but that's, that's all I had. Oh, and one other thing. The dude that got hit by the car at the end and then gets punched in the face. Rightly so, even if it's assault, technically, or spousal abuse that he could claim. <laughs> he gets hit by another vehicle after he was limping after the ambulances and medics who left him there. Not one EMT went to check on him. He's clearly hurt and bleeding, but all of them <laughs> left his butt there. I didn't I don't think know, about that. I don't know if they saw him get punched in the face and they're like, oh, we're not touching that. <laughs> Ain't getting in the middle of that one. Oh. Nope, we're going to deal with these people instead. Peace out, guys, oh and God. left or what. But they just abandoned that dude. <laughs> They left him there to die. Pretty yep. Much. With him limping after their vehicles. <laughs> Wait. He can call Wait, come back. <laughs> It'd be cheaper. Yeah. That, An Uber would true. be cheaper yeah. than an ambulance, which is very sad, but true. Yeah. So, but I, I found that very interesting that not a single one of the EMTs stopped and checked him out or checked him out before they left. Like, no one saw, uh, this dude's limping pretty heavily and he's kind of covered in blood. Maybe we should, you know, assist. Yeah. So that was the thing. Oh. All those kids are going to need mass amounts of therapy. Yep. All the therapy. So much therapy. I wonder if the company is going to They'd compensate be them. They yeah. would be liable for it. And for the deaths of all those adults. Kids are going to grow up nice, be able to afford college. Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> it depends on the lawyers and what kind of settlement. Yep. Yep. Well, I guess depending on who the guardians end up being, the money will probably go to the guardians of the kid. It might be put in a trust for the kids. Yeah. You'd hope. You'd hope. But again, it depends on the lawyers and what happens. Yep. It's going to be messy aftermath. For sure. The cleanup would be messy. This or a cleanup detail. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all i got for this movie it's i probably won't watch it again it's again not as bad as i thought it was gonna be but i probably won't watch it again if you're gonna watch an animatronic movie willie's wonderland is the way to go yeah i definitely <laughs> agree but it's like this movie i would either watch it on my own if i wanted something in the background that i didn't really need to pay attention to or if I had a friend that's like, I really feel like watching this movie, I'd be like, okay. Eh. But I'd probably be on my phone most of the time, honestly. <laughs> Is there anything else we can watch? <laughs> uh, but we'll have a... We do have another viewer request as well for the next movie. So next one, one will be Phantasm from 1979, I believe. It was a 70s movie. I know that for sure. We'll tell you when that episode comes. <laughs> but that'll come out next week. So don't forget to join us next Wednesday for Phantasm. And in the meantime, guys, we do have a Teespring available with merch for cups and things like that. 
So don't forget to check that out. Link in the description below. Like, comment, subscribe. And as usual, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.